Hey guys, it's Dr. Childs here. Today we're going to be discussing something perhaps a little bit different than what we normally do. And I want to explore this question that I posed here. And that is whether, well, I'll just read the question. Is Google suppressing alternative thyroid information? And the reason I pose this question is because as someone who writes about this topic, that's pretty much all I do, um, I've noticed that over the past year or so, there's been a big shift in terms of the type of information that Google as a search engine is providing the users of people who search in certain terms. Um, and so I want to talk about how this has sort of shifted and why this is important to you as a patient. Um, I'm going to also be jumping into some examples that I want you to also, as you're listening to this, you can do these um, at home um, on your own search engine just to make sure that we're getting the same results. Um, but the main concern and the reason that this is concerning to me is because there really are two sides to sort of every story. And when we look at thyroid um, thyroid management, there's two real stories here. The first story is the side of the conventional medicine, and that is the story that uh, as thyroid patients are healthy and they're fine as long as you give them T4 medication like levothyroxine or Synthroid and you check their TSH, right? That's the conventional story about the thyroid, uh, thyroid management, and that's the current paradigm and dogma that exists. Um, now, what you'll find, though, is that there's a lot of people who, are, who don't fit into that narrative. They don't do well when they when they take T4 medication. They don't do well with those standard lab tests. So what you have now is sort of a splinter um, group from there where it takes a fork, and then there's this what I'll call the alternative thyroid health space. And this is these are people that um, think that there are more there are better tests, uh, there are more advanced lab tests that you can use to look at thyroid management aside from the TSH. There are other medications which include things like NDT and T3, which can also be used either in, by themselves or in conjunction with T4. Um, there are certain supplements and lifestyle factors and diet that all impact your thyroid positively or negatively and so that's what I'm calling alternative thyroid health now up until about one year ago Google was providing information to the user which is you in this case um, when you would search in certain search in certain terms they would be providing you whatever um, whatever would come up based off of their interpretation of the results and so I, I know it's kind of a confusing statement but let me explain it so when Google would when somebody goes to a website after they search something on Google, Google absorbs and, and tracks a lot of different factors. They, they look at how long the person was on that website. How likely were they to share that information? Um, how far down the page did they get? Um, how trustworthy was the information that came that uh, that they're reading from? How, how trustworthy was that source? All of these factors. And based off all those factors, it would then give results that it thought you needed. Now, what was interesting is that up until about a year ago, all of the results that would pop populate up, or at least most of them, were from alternative sources, which kind of tells you that, or this, is, this can be inferred from this, is that the majority of people who are searching for things related to the thyroid are not happy with the current and conventional sort of treatment paradigm that I just described. And so Google was doing what Google, you know, is purports to do, and that is providing them the information that it thought they wanted to see. So all that sort of changed at starting back into August of last year, and then also again, sort of June 3rd of this year, um, where Google made some changes to what's called the Google Core algorithm update. And once those changes went through, it started to shift the sort of the, the type of results that you were getting. And so that's a, that's where I want to sort of jump in, and, and that's what we're going to look at right away. So I have some examples here, and again, you guys can do these at home, and we're going to be typing these in. So what I'm going to do is type in the result, and then we're going to look at look at the or type in um, the search term, which in this case is reverse T3. We'll just talk briefly about it, um, and then we'll also talk about the results and what Google is showing you.
So obviously, if you are listening to this, you probably at least know a little bit about what reverse T3 is, and I'm just going to explain it just briefly. Um, reverse T3 to the conventional community, or like if you're a primary care physician or an endocrinologist, reverse T3 to you is useless. You have no interest in ordering it. You don't think it's a useful test. You don't want to mess around with it or anything like that. That's the viewpoint that conventional medicine holds. Now, the alternative viewpoint is that reverse T3 is helpful. Um, it can help determine how well your body's converting T4 to T3. Um, it can be used to understand how, how effective your, your medication is that you're using. It can be a good indicator of whether or not you're restricting your calories too much. It can be an early indicator of inflammation and so on, right? These are all supported by scientific um, evidence and clinical studies, but it's not the viewpoint that conventional medicine holds. Okay. So with this in mind and what I just said previously, you might expect that somebody searching reverse T3 is probably interested in things such as how to treat it, how to lower your levels, um, what should I be looking at, what's a normal level, what isn't a normal level, what's a high level, what's a low level, right? They be, they're already searching with the intent to find more information about it. But that's not really what you see when you search this in. So if we search in reverse T3, the first thing that we see here is why it's not useful for routine thyroid testing. If we go down, this so this is number one result. And about 60% of people, or, or some percentage, some very high percentage, I could be off by a little bit, but some high percentage of people, when they search in reverse T3, they'll see this result, they'll click it, and then they'll never come back. Okay, that's what most people do. Um, and so this is why it's concerning. We'll get to that in just a second. So we have the first lab result, or first, um, sorry, not lab result, first search result, which says why it's not useful. The second one, just sort of an overview. The third one, why it's not useful, it's, it's the same one as before. Um, best practices, reverse that order for reverse T3, again, um, why it's not useful. Reverse T3 or perverse T3, again, not useful, and so on. So you can see here the theme um, that I'm trying to set here is when you search this in, now instead of getting information which is supportive of it, you're getting information which is largely negative of it. In fact, the first five or six results or however many there are, in fact, I don't see any that are pro in favor of using reverse T3. All this information is is really against it. So, so what it looks like to me is that Google is providing you as the user with information which largely conforms to the conventional medicine narrative. And again, I, I think that that's concerning because as a, as a user, as a patient, especially as a thyroid patient, I think you should have access to both sides. And you're really only seeing one side here. And I, my, my other concern is that this isn't even the information that's being shown to you as a user here isn't even the information that most people who search this in want to see. And I'm saying that because if you scroll down to the very bottom, and you could do this too, so type in reverse T3, then scroll down to the very bottom, you see something called searches related to reverse T3. What this tells you, um, this shows you what people who search for reverse T3 also search for. So you can see that they're searching for how to fix high reverse T3, reverse T3 Mayo Clinic, reverse T3 in weight gain, how to fix high reverse T3 naturally, what does low reverse T3 mean, and so on. So it looks like the general trend of people searching for reverse T3 are looking for more information about it. They're not, they're not questioning whether or not it's legitimate. In fact, if they did that, they would probably search in something like, is reverse T3 um, a useful test or not? And then these results would be more relevant. So my concern is that not only is, is Google not giving you the information that that you're looking for when you search it, for most people anyway, I think also it's only giving you one side of the story. So again, we have I'm not going to go into as much detail on some of these other search terms, but I want you to use them and, and confirm them that this is what you're seeing when you do it at home as well. So I'm going to do another example. I have four examples, so we'll go through these ones a little bit quicker. So how to cure hypothyroidism naturally. So imagine that you are somebody who has hypothyroidism and, oh, sorry, not naturally. I want to do permanently. This is for my test, but you can do that one too, permanently. So the question is, uh, for you as a patient, anyone who's searching this term is, 
can is there anything that I can do to fix my problem permanently so that I don't have to take thyroid medication for the rest of my life? Now again, we, there's two sides to the story. The first is that for most people, um, the, or the, let me put it this way, for the conventional sort of paradigm when it comes to the thyroid is once you start thyroid medication, you are going to be on it for life and there's no getting off of it, and there's nothing that you can really do to cure it or to, to get off of that medication. But obviously, there's some interest in at least, is that possible? That's what people are trying to figure out here, how to cure hypothyroidism permanently. And so what we see here is that, oh, and I should also point out that the sort of alternative viewpoint to this is that there are some conditions, especially things like Hashimoto's, which can actually be reversed. So there are conditions that fall within the pair, you know, within this, this, um, umbrella term of hypothyroidism, which can be cured permanently, right? So people who um, are searching for this, they should be aware that some are some are curable and some are not, right? Like, I, I just think that that seems obvious to me if somebody who's searching for this would want to know. But you don't really see that information put up here. In fact, you would also you would also think that if you if you type something like this in, that you would want to see um, information from sources which have let's say an alternative bias right because if we looked at webmd this is going to be this is going to be a website healthline webmd healthline harvard these are all going to be results uh, you you can all count on a certain paradigm being espoused by these these sources right they're going to be very conventional and they're not going to be oriented to this sort of natural approach and to just use an example so where if let's see if we get down here okay so let's see number 1 2 3 4 five, six. So number six is, is from Dr. Ack. So that might be something who somebody is searching for this. That, that's probably what they want to see, right? They probably don't want to see something from um, alternative therapies. Well, let's just click on this and see what it pops up here. Um, so keep up a healthy diet, soy free. I mean, it's, it's pretty small, right? Like the article is pretty, lots of pops up, lots of ads. Um, this is probably what most people are looking for. And yet, Google is providing them something different. And that, that's sort of my opinion. But you, you know, you be the judge. Click through some of these and see if if down here when you get to Dr. Hyman or when you get to Dr. Axe, see if these are more in line with what you are looking for as you search for this term. That's that's what another example. Again, I don't think that they're providing the information that you as a user want to see. This one I think is also very interesting. Um, this one is thyroid supplements. So you might imagine somebody who's searching thyroid supplements is probably looking to at least buy or to understand more about thyroid supplements, right? Um, and I can tell you from experience, I know this personally because I used to have a, a page that ranked very highly on number one, number two, something like that. I, I, I don't really keep track of it, but it was very high up there. Um, and because it just makes sense, if you're searching for thyroid supplements, that's probably what you want to learn about, right? But what's interesting is now when you search for thyroid supplements, so let's see, can thyroid, this is your first result here. So treating hypothyroidism, can vitamins and supplements help? But if you come down here, let's see, number two, three, four, and five, you have five reasons you should never take thyroid supplements. Treating thyroid hypothyroidism, can vitamins and supplements help? That's the same one as we were looking at up here. Um, and then thyroid supplements with a kick, which is another critical uh, article about it. Um, and then we have a link from Amazon. So you can kind of see here, to me, it seems like they're, they're pushing sort of an idea that, yes, you can search for thyroid supplements, but the information they're giving back to you is sort of, you know, it's critical of the use of thyroid supplements. But I can't imagine that most people who are searching for thyroid supplements are even interested in learning about that. Um, and by the way, they're not wrong. This information is not wrong, but I just don't think it, it aligns with the intent behind the people who are searching for this term. Another very interesting thing is we can do the thing where we went down here and look for related searches to see if the information that Google is providing matches the other searches that people are, are doing. Again, it doesn't because these are all oriented around, I want to buy a thyroid supplement. So thyroid supplements for weight loss, thyroid supplements, Walmart, right? Underactive thyroid supplements, etc. And then up here, you also see advertisements for for these um, 
for thyroid supplements. And people are paying for these to be up here. And so they wouldn't pay for it if they didn't think there was going to be some return on the investment. So it tells me that people searching for this term are at least somewhat interested, if not a lot, a lot interested in buying some supplements. And yet this is sort of the information that, um, you know, very critical of using supplements to begin with. Um, and then I have one more that I want to show you, which is outside of um, the thyroid, but I still think helpful as well. And that is adrenal fatigue. And this is just to show you that um, these examples that I'm talking about, they exist all over the place now, after, over the past year or so. Um, and I think they're particularly concerning. So if we look at, going back to adrenal fatigue, just for a second here, if you were to, so the, the idea, let's go to the conventional versus sort of the alternative viewpoint on adrenal fatigue. Conventional doctors, uh, meaning primary care physicians, endocrinologists, and so on, do not believe that adrenal fatigue is a real condition. You know, they, they just, that's just the viewpoint that they take. Whereas the alternative health community believes that it is a condition caused by stress and it may or may not, kind of depends on what you look at, impact your cortisol levels, right? So that, and, and it requires treatment and it has a whole, you know, list of symptoms. Again, I'm not talking about the specifics of the disease. I'm just sort of giving you an outline of how people think about this. So there's two viewpoints either. Either it's real or it isn't. Now the question is, is the person searching adrenal fatigue do they already believe it's real and are they looking for more or is this somebody who's searching to see if it is real and what what is the what are the results that Google is giving you in that case so again if we look here let's just look through these and you'll get the idea adrenal fatigue what causes it this is from Mayo Clinic um, I didn't uh, let's see yeah so this term often shows up in popular health books and alternative medicine website but isn't but it isn't accepted as a medical diagnosis okay so there's one thing that you could say might be critical of it I haven't read through it but it might be uh, from WebMD, is adrenal fatigue, is it real? Again, sort of critical of it. Adrenal fatigue, myths, symptoms, disorders, and treatment. Is adrenal fatigue real? From Harvard. Um, the myth of adrenal fatigue. Treating the symptoms that are believed to be adrenal fatigue. And then down here, we finally have something, adrenal fatigue symptoms from Dr. Axe. So it seems, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six results are, the, the top six results when you search in for something like this are obviously showing you uh, a skewed set of results, or at least that's what I would argue. They're they're very critical of those results. Now, it would be one thing if that's what people were actually interested in searching. But again, that isn't. In fact, we, if we look down here, you see only a handful of people. Let's see, there's eight results here. So maybe one out of eight people are looking and actually Googling the thing, the statement, is adrenal fatigue real? In which case, this information would be more relevant to them. So it, to me, this, this sort of, the information that it's giving to you seems to me to be pushing one side of the argument. It seems to be pushing the idea that adrenal fatigue isn't real. Now, yes, you can go down and technically you can still find these things. You can go down to Dr. Axe, you can go to page two or page three, but it's going to take you a while to sort of get there. And so these, these are what I think, this is what I think is concerning and this is how I've seen things change. So I don't know, um, I'm not accusing Google of doing anything underhandedly or being malicious in the way that they're doing this. I think perhaps probably what's going on here is just changes to the algorithm um, have resulted in these sort of changes. But my concern is that as a patient, you're not getting the full side of the story. I'm concerned that when you when you see things like this, you're going to be prematurely influenced to believing that these things aren't real, when in reality, these are the things that might be able to help you. And I fully understand that there are two sides of the story and both should be heard, right? Like, I, I totally understand that. I'm not saying as somebody who's in the alternative health and thyroid camp, I'm not saying that everything I espouse is 100% correct. I think that that's crazy. But I also think it's crazy to go to the other side and say, every single person in the world just needs a TSH and a T4 and, and all the viewpoints that surround this idea are perfect and all the other ones are bad. That's also not a good idea. And so this is, I just want to bring this to your attention 
If you are somebody who has noticed something like this, I really want to hear from you as well um, because I've just been looking through this and this has sort of been like a, a new revelation to me as I've been looking around and I've been seeing these things change before my eyes over the past year and I do get a little concerned about it, um, especially from if I was a patient looking for this. And as even as a provider, somebody who likes to research and learn a lot about different things, I'm finding it more difficult to find the things that I actually um, want to be reading more about. Like I'm just not interested in, if I were to type adrenal fatigue, like this thing from Mayo Clinic is just not interesting to me. I, I already know what they're going to say. I, I need more than just whatever the conventional sort of thought process is on that. So anyway, I'm interested to hear what you guys think. If you can replicate these things sort of on your own, um, what's your opinion? If you've noticed anticipating else? Have you noticed anything else funny or sinister going on? I'd love to hear from you in the comments below and let me know. Otherwise, I'll see you guys in the next one.